Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. I just want to take a second to let you know that these World Cup previews are not going to have commercials in them, but I wanted to take a chance at the top of each episode to quickly shout out our sponsors, Uptown Poor and Brad Butchkowski. Thanks again to those guys for being supportive of everything we do here at Yeah, That Soccer Show. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show, the completely unofficial podcast that talks all things Greenville FC, NPSL, and so much more. So come on, Greenville, this show is for you, it's about you, and we want this show to be driven by you. So email the show at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or slide into our DMs over at, at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome in to episode one of our World Cup previews. Today, we're going to be talking about Group A, and these are going to be just short little episodes each day to help you get ready for the World Cup starting next Thursday. And what we will plan to do is that morning, we would hope to release a preview podcast where I give you my predictions, not only for how teams will finish in each group, but who will go on in the knockout rounds to claim the ultimate victory of a World Cup trophy. So I say that to say these episodes are just going to be previews. I'm not going to make predictions. I'm just going to give you information on every team. And I'm going to tell you why you should root for each team individually and why you should root against each team individually. So we're going to start with Group A because let's all start at the very beginning. That's a very good place to start. So our first team in Group A is the host country, Mother Russia. So let's start out with just some really basic information and insight onto Russia Russia is going to be one of the least favored hosts in the history of the World Cup. Of course, the only host to not get out of the group stage was South Africa um, just a few World Cups ago. But Russia is going to be right down there with them in terms of level of expectation for the host country. So that's uh, less than ideal, I think, if you're Russia. In their history, Russia has been to 11 World Cups. They have not won a World Cup and their best finish was a fourth place finish in the 1966 World Cup. Now, I'm going to, for each team, try to give you at least one player to watch. I'm going to try to stick to one. There's going to be some teams where I might give you a bonus player to watch. But my player to watch for Russia is Alexander Golovin. He is he plays in the Russian Premier League, but I think he is a guy that is going to – every World Cup this happens, you have some guys that have breakout performances and they really hit the world stage and are probably earning themselves a lot of money after the World Cup is over. And I think Alexander Golovin is going to be that guy for Russia. He really is an impressive midfielder, an attacking player, almost that number 10 role I think you're going to really be surprised by the level of play that he puts out there. He really, if you are an Arsenal fan and you watched him in the Europa League 
for Seska Moscow. He really gave Arsenal a lot of trouble. So he is a guy to watch for Russia. Now, what are the rankings? What are Russia's rankings and chances to do different things in this World Cup? This is something else I'm going to do for each team. I'm going to give you the FIFA rankings, and then I'm going to give you the ELO rankings because I think those are honestly a little better and a little more accurate coming into this World Cup. So the FIFA ranking for Russia is number 66 in the world. The ELO ranking is number 45. Like I said, I think that's a little more accurate if you look at where they fall in terms of other teams around them. Russia has a 44.4% chance to win Group A, and they have a 75% chance to advance out of the group stage. They are currently at 50 to 1 odds to win the entire World Cup and a 2.4% chance to win the World Cup on some other sites. Now, why should you root for Russia? Well, here's the thing. You always it's always nice to see the home team do well, the host country. When the host country does well, it's really more of an enjoyable atmosphere at the World Cup. You see a lot more fanfare. Obviously, the country is going to be more supportive and excited, and the event as a whole is going to be overall more successful if the host country is doing well. Now, why would you root against Russia? Well, there's a number of reasons why you might consider this. Obviously, political things aside, we'll just we'll we'll put all the America, Russia, world politics aside. Um, but here's the thing: you all know about different kinds of sports issues with Russia in world competitions, be it the Olympics or particularly even in the World Cup. The 2014 World Cup squad, the Russia squad, all 23 members of that squad have been since December of 2016 and are currently still under investigation for doping. This has been part of the, the ongoing doping stuff that has come out with Russia. FIFA has said they're going to look into it, but obviously, you know, you have an organization like FIFA that's pretty corrupt in and of itself or has at least had a history of being that way. And they weren't obviously going to try and do anything to Russia prior to Russia hosting the biggest event of FIFA's every four years. So that is a reason I think maybe you could you could talk yourself out of rooting for Russia because with Russia and sports on the world stage, you never know if they're really playing above board with everything. So that is our preview for Russia. Next up in our group, a preview is Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia is a team that is going to run a four, one, four, one or a four, two, three, one. It may, it may be one or the other of those formations. They are a team that has a very strong attack, but a very, very weak defensive unit. Um, they are not going to be a very good team in this World Cup. Uh, their World Cup record overall, they have been to five World Cups. They have won no World Cups. The best finish they had was to make it to the round of 16 in 1994. One player to watch for Saudi Arabia, and that is because he is probably going to be the goal scorer if they score any goals. His name is Fahad Al-Mawalid. Here's the thing. A lot of the Saudi players, much like the Russia team, all play in Saudi Arabia in the Saudi league. So there are probably not going to be a ton of players on either of these teams that you're really familiar with. 
Um, but Fahad Al-Mawalid is going to be the guy to watch for Saudi Arabia. Their rankings and chances to win the different aspects of the World Cup. Their FIFA ranking is number 67. Their ELO ranking, which I'm leaning on a little more heavily, is 68. Their percent chance to win the group is 3.8%. Their percent chance to advance out of the group stage is 11.1%. Right now, they have the lowest odds to win the World Cup at 1,000 to 1 and a 0.1% chance to win it all. Now, why should you root for Saudi Arabia if this is the team for you? Well, they're the lowest-ranked team, so they're the underdogs. And if you like an underdog story, this is the underdog story to root for. Plus, there's, there's, there's a decent chance that they could pull an upset on Russia and that they could maybe even pull out a victory against Egypt. And if that happens and they make it in out of the group stage, then all of a sudden they are the darlings of this tournament. That is a team that you can really get behind. Now, what is a reason to root against Saudi Arabia? Well, they're the lowest-ranked team in the tournament, and chances are they may not win a game, and they may look pretty awful in every match they play. But, like I said, this is, this is a team where it's going to be a coin flip. They're either going to really show up and show out and have the motivation to win, and maybe you catch a Russian or, or an Egypt team that's not quite fully there and ready, and maybe you can have a darling run, a Cinderella run in you. That is Saudi Arabia. Next up in Group A is Egypt. Now, Egypt is a team that has a lot of hype around them potentially, but there's also a lot of question marks, especially after the Champions League final. So let's look into Egypt just a little bit. They're going to run a 4-2-3-1 formation, and that is as rigid of a formation as you were going to see on a team in the World Cup. they That is exactly what they are going to run, and they are going to be locked into those positions almost exclusively. Their back six, the, the four-man back line, and the two defensive midfielders are going to be so locked in defensively, they are almost going to be... Uh, parking the bus is not really the right term for what they do, but they are going to just be locked in there. I mean, they are going to be defensively focused. That is how Egypt approaches their style of play. Egypt has been to three World Cups. They have won zero. Their best finish was 13th place in 1934. The guy to watch for Egypt is obviously Mohamed Salah of Liverpool. Now, Salah is he's the guy to watch one because he's obviously an exciting player. I don't think you're going to see from him in this Egypt squad, what you see from him with Liverpool, just because their system is not set up for him to do the things he does at Liverpool. However, the bigger reason that he is the player to watch is because we don't really know if he's going to be fully fit to play. He's made the final roster, so he is going to be in Russia. But the question is, does he start the first match is he ready to go in the group stage? We don't know. That's a big question mark. So Mohamed Salah is a guy to watch. You do get a bonus man to watch here for the Egypt squad, and that is SML Hadari, the goalkeeper, who if he plays, which I presume he will, he will probably be their starting goalkeeper, will make history as the oldest player in World Cup history at 45 years old. So he is obviously got quite the track record and quite the career behind him but he will be a player to watch in that regard. FIFA 
ranking for Egypt is number 46. The ELO ranking is number 52. They have a 14.3% chance to win the group, a 44.4% chance to advance out of the group stage. They are 151, 150 to 1 odds to win the World Cup and a 0.7% chance to world, win the World Cup. The reasons you should root for Egypt. Well, if you're an Orlando City SC fan, Amro Tarek is a part of this squad. If you're an LAFC fan, Omar Gaber is a member of this squad. If you're a LAFC fan or a former U.S. Men's National Team coach fan, Bob Bradley used to coach the Egypt team very famously. So there's a lot of connections there for folks in the U.S., who might want to get behind Egypt. And obviously, if you're a Liverpool fan, you're going to want to root for your guy, Mo Salah. So that is the reasons you would root for for them. Why would you root against um, Egypt? Well, here's the thing. Without Salah, if he's not playing in particular, but also if he's neutralized and just the way that they use him in the squad, there's a good chance that that could happen. Without his offensive magic, there is not much to watch on this team, and it could be drastically, drastically boring and very dull to sit through some of Egypt's matches. Um, that is the reasons you would not root for them, but obviously there ha- there is the potential there. Anytime Mo Salah, one of the best players in the world, in my opinion, anytime he is on the pitch, you obviously have a chance for some amazing things to happen. So that is Egypt, and we have one more team left to round out Group A. Our final team preview for Group A is Uruguay. Now, Uruguay is is coming into this World Cup maybe better off than they have come into any World Cup in recent history. They have several times had to win a playoff or barely scrape in to qualify for the World Cup. This time they finished second in Comba Bowl, so they are coming in as very highly regarded, highly rated finishers in Comba Bowl and really with a good outlook for this 2018 World Cup in Russia. They have had the same head coach since 2006, so they have maybe more longevity at the coaching position than any other team in this World Cup. Uruguay is going to run a 4-4-2 or some variety of that formation for this Cup campaign. Uruguay is 13, has played in 13 World Cups. They have won two World Cups, so their best finish, obviously, was winning it all in 1930 and again in 1950. But to say they are hungry for another World Cup title would be an understatement. I think they have come into recent World Cups with some high hopes and some high intentions and some very good players. But I think this year they are coming in with a good balance of experience and youth, perhaps the best squad they've ever brought to the World Cup. But we will break that down a little bit here in just a minute. Because the guy to watch, the number one player to watch, is the man who has maybe made headlines probably for all the wrong reasons at the last two Uruguay World Cup campaigns. And that is our guy, Luis Suarez. Um, he is going to be a the man to watch just because, one, you can't take your eyes off of him. It's like a train wreck. Now, it seems like he's probably matured a little bit, but... There's something about these international competitions where the fire and the intensity get into his blood and he does things and he reacts in ways that maybe normal human beings and normal soccer players wouldn't do typically. 
And because of that reason, he is going to be the guy to watch in this tournament and for this team. In terms of rankings, FIFA has Uruguay at number 17. ELO has them at number 13, which I think is way, way more accurate. They have a 50% chance to win this group and an 81% chance to advance from this group. They are currently at 25 to 1 odds to win the World Cup and a 2.9% chance to win it all. Why would you root for this team? Well, like I said, this is going to be the team. This is going to be the trendy pick of people who want to pick a team that really has a legitimate chance but maybe doesn't. Necessary isn't necessarily like the big name team like a Germany or a Spain or a Brazil. This is going to be the the hipster pick, if you will, of World Cup teams. So maybe that's maybe that's why you want to pick Uruguay. Maybe maybe you want to be cool before it's cool and get in on the ground floor of a team that really has a chance to make a run here and potentially be kind of a dark horse pick. So why would you root against him? Well, we already talked about the reason you would root against him, and that's because maybe you don't like Luis Suarez, and maybe you don't really agree with his antics and his actions in previous World Cups and even in previous matches with his club teams. Um, By all accounts, he is a hothead, and he makes rash rash decisions. And in, in some sense, that makes him incredibly unlikable. So that would be a reason why you would root against Uruguay, Um, But that is our preview for Uruguay. So that's our Group A preview. Like I said, we're going to drop one of these every day uh, with the exception of maybe one over the weekend um, until we get up to Thursday of next week when we'll drop our predictions podcast. I'm not going to give you my predictions on who's making it out of the group and who's getting through the knockout round until that show. But I hope you've enjoyed this. Hey, give me your feedback. Who do you think is going to come out of this group? And who is your pick to win it all? I'd love to hear from you on Twitter at YTSS Podcast, or you can shoot us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and join us tomorrow when we preview Group B.